Welcome everybody to the Marvel Jerks podcast. This week is going to be a special week for you. We got uh, Mr. Michael Munshaw, Art of M2, correct, sir? That is correct. How are you, gentlemen? Awesome. Oh, we're doing fantastic today. I didn't do my normal Genji intro. I'm I'm going to start making my own little thing. So, because I think this you, actually puts me, Jake, did you say this puts me tied with Genji for the number of podcasts that we've done together? I think when we, when we do the next we one, do our next one ahead, I will actually pass him. I think nice. you're ahead, yeah. So, you, are you, you an you official co host of this now? I guess. Or are you still just I like at this point? Yeah, I guess at this point I'm kind of the official co-host of this this shit show, right, Jake? Oh, are you not just like Ron, Ron Burgundy? Is that what you are now? <laughs> oh boy. Nice Burgundy. So, mi- <laughs> so Mr. Munshaw. We need, we need a- oh boy, here he goes. He's our- go ahead, Jakey. We need a jingle. A nice jingle. We need a jingle. We do need a jingle. I mean, you run the you run the the punk band, like kind of at the start of it, and then you run the full song at the end. So that's kind of the yeah, jingle. Bruce control, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean your own your own jingle. Yeah, Michael, anyway, you you, you listen to any sort of punk music at all, or what? what I am not about? a punk fan, but okay. I uh, have listened to the intro, and I think. I was listening to one of your podcasts and I was too lazy to shut it off when you were done speaking. And I actually listened <laughs> to the entire song at the end. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad. It, it, after a couple of times, it kind of catches you. Like if it's not your type of music, it he's very you angry, man, hates a lot of people. Does not like a lot of especially people, the police, especially yeah. those police. especially the police and the tax <laughs> man too. Isn't that reference? The tax man. Yep, the tax tax man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Shall I? T- I've I've never told the backstory behind why we have that on the podcast. Uh, I, don't, I, don't I think, think you did to me, but I don't think you did on the podcast. So why don't you give us the backstory to the jam? Basically, uh, James, the lead singer, Jim Bob, is a very close family friend. Same age as my son. Grew up together, playing soccer together. He went away to university doing uh, photography and design, etc., etc. Keen skateboarder. And then just started a punk band for fun. Oh Jesus, Jake, this and is taking forever. They're picking up. They're picking up and getting everywhere. Sorry, Nathan. All right, go on. You tell me your interesting story. Linked to the show. I have no interesting stories. I'm well, there you go. Then. Wow. You. You I didn't know there was a twenty-second time. time limit on that. Tell us exactly. in twenty yeah, seconds get... or less the history of the song. Exactly. The history get it of out, the song, man. You need it. I was getting it out. It was, I was going to tie it into the good old US of A, but I had a story about that. But now you can fuck yourselves, can't you? <laughs> okay, so just a bit so far, the the lead singer. I'm not tying it in son. now. No, 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 don't, don't. You can Don't. tell them later. <laughs> no, I, I was going to try and do transatlantic borders and cross them and, you know, unification and this, that, the other, no. but no, it's done no. now. No. You just keep your Brexit ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Michael's not come on to hear us. Come on, Dave. Hey, he get, knew what he get was getting into. He said he's listened to the podcast. Yeah, I've listened to a few, so I understand what goes on here. So Exactly. And he's, he's been on Ian's show, so he already knows how you Brits act, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Mike, thank you. Michael does a lot of oh, stuff with, uh, with no, sketches. He's, no, he's in all kinds of stuff these days. Wait, wait a minute. What, can we just wait one minute? Oh, fine. Go ahead. Tell so we've got Sir Ian. I just need to get this out of the way. 
So we've got Sir Ian. So Michael, you can't have the title of Sir Ian. I, so I how do we... didn't expect that I was even getting a title. So <laughs> this is not an expectation that I have. He keeps adding stuff to the a... show. So okay. now that's going to have to be on the roster. We have to figure out titles for everybody oh, that comes okay. on now. All right. <laughs> as we haven't met before, do we refer to you as Mr. Munshaw, Mr. M, Michael, Mike, Eminem? Slim Shady. Uh... I like Eminem. I like Eminem. <laughs> That's good. As long as we don't get sued. It's your show, so it's however you want to conduct it. That's fine by me. I'll answer from about all of those. How about that? <laughs> Come on, this. Drag, drag, bring us up. Bring us up. We're, we're, I've dragged it down. Bring us up. Are, are we ready to get this going now? <laughs> I, I apologize. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, Michael's into all kinds of sets. He does a lot of sketches. He's into, you know, he does a lot of Marvel stuff. I've actually picked up a few of his domino cards from him, and he yelled at me for buying them from him off of eBay. <laughs> so he said, just reach out to me from now on. I'm like, all right, I guess. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Marvel, Star Wars. I saw some Indiana Jones sketches from you. Indiana Jones. Uh, oh, done... yeah, that was a commission. Yeah, that was. Yeah, a commission. you've done some like yeah. some nature stuff. So, yeah. what sort of sets are you not necessarily working on right now, but what sort of sets have you been involved with oh before? My gosh, I'm such. Well, I guess you said you didn't care about language. I'm such a sketch card whore that it's been all over the place. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, in the early years when I was starting out, you're always afraid to say no to anything because then mm -hmm. you're afraid you'll never hear from that person again. So even if it was a set that you weren't all that interested about, you were still like, Ooh, I still feel a little pressure. I got to say yes to that. So yeah, I might want to do um, something with this. Yeah. So I did want to keep my name out there and keep doing it. So, you know, now some 15 odd, some years later, you look back and you're like, God, why did I even get involved in that? <laughs> Sounds like my marriage. But anyway, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but you know, and then it, you know, my style then is all over the place mm -hmm. um, because due to whatever set that was, I would always try to do something. You know, if I'm working on a Steven Universe set, which I really didn't even know who Steven Universe was, I still want to produce a sketch card that a collector of Steven universe would expect or would want. So it's much more simplified, very much in line with the animation done on the show and stuff like that, you know, as sure, opposed sure. to Marvel, which I just, you know, draw. Um, so it, it's, you know, I do so many different sets that it's, it's just crazy. So, you know, I've, as time has gone on, I've tried to be a little bit more particular. Um, you want to stick with, um, at least from my standpoint, an IP that I think is going to be popular and or I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. It's coming down now to the point of I don't feel the need to say yes to everything, but am yeah. I going to enjoy my time working on this? Am I going to uh, is it going to feed my soul that I'm working on this set? Because, you know, right. obviously we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it, you know, just to get our name out there to get commissions or to sell APs or something like that. But I'm going to spend now my time doing something that I enjoy. Awesome. I, awesome. I know I saw when I was looking for sketch cards, was it, uh, it may have been an Inkwork set. Was it called Ga Gamer Girls or something like that? I saw one of your cards. Oh, Gamer Girls. Yeah, that was done for Fivefinity with um, Stephen Frank. Oh, okay. So that was, I, that was a strange one. 
Yeah, and it that was I just did a few sets for Fivefinity, which I hadn't done work for them in quite a long time. But Steve and I reconnected, and those hit at a time when I really didn't have anything. So I was like, eh, you know what? I'm not currently have any sets to do. You know, it's a low number that he wanted for those. So I was like, eh, why not? We'll give it a shot. So, how, so how many sketch cards do you typically get from like different? I know it varies based on the set and the manufacturer. Yeah, but in general, like, what do you normally get? Um, anywhere from twenty to a hundred. So obviously, wow. the hundreds I try to keep that to a minimum. Um, yeah. And the, but you know. Again, being a sketch card artist is a terrible existence. And, you know, the money is in the APs. Well, the only way right. you get APs is if you draw a lot of cards. So it's, Yeah, we had, we had an artist on there were telling us one time. You're like, where's the sweet spot of, all right, uh, I'm willing to do X yeah. amount of cards to get X amount of APs because I know I can sell those APs for this amount of money. And that makes this a worthwhile project. Though. Yeah. I think on the round table we had, uh, I think it was Ariel Mamani, sorry, Mamani said um, that for a specific set he was working on that he had to do 10 sketch cards to get one AP. Yeah. That's usually about that. And the... if you didn't do a full 10, then you didn't get an AP. So you yeah. can do like 16 and you're still only getting one. Exactly. So that's it's crazy. 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah. Wow. With almost everybody, it's in rounds of 10. Now, some mm -hmm. companies will give you a bonus. Hey, if you take at least 30, We'll give you an extra AP, so we'll give you four APs yeah, yeah. for that or something. So is that is that cars that end up getting approved or just total submitted? It all oh um submitted. So, okay. so even if you submitted with, 30, you'd still get your three yes, APs, yes, but if only yes. 25, you'd still get three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that thankfully, means, thankfully, knock on wood or knock on whatever is around here, I have not had the dreaded. We're not accepting any of these cards. So well, I don't know good. what yeah, happens yeah. to those APs. Ooh. I always wondered that. Like, I would keep them <laughs> and I would still sell them because <laughs> I'd be like, damn it, you lost all of that, so, all that work, all that time. You know, that's just dreadful. Yeah. You know, when so I hear you, buddies. Are you having to send those cards them. directly in or are you scanning them to get approval? Um, Depends who the manufacturer is. Ah, so okay. um, upper deck, you scan and send in the scans for approval. If okay. it gets rejected, you just send the card back, and then they'll send you another blank to replace. Oh, so that. they're giving you a replacement blank? Yeah, they will give you a okay. replacement blank. If that's that's nice. I didn't I didn't know that because yeah. we've heard. And we've then heard. Um, with tops slash fanatics, <laughs> uh, with Star Wars, you have to do all of your APs at the same time you do the set mm. and you send every single one of those cards back. And oh, then right the before process, they yeah. release the set, they will ship you back um, your approved APs and then you can go ahead. Oh, and wow. Those. That's, that's a big difference because it doesn't so, even let you wait to do one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I have a, I have a question, Michael. So when you and the artist were on with Ian, there was you, Mr. Warner. There was Dre, wasn't there? Mm -hmm. and we yeah, were on Jay about, and Dre. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, the blank cars that are on eBay. They're actually mm -hmm. on eBay UK. There's quite a lot. Yep. Now, personally, I don't agree with that, really. I, I, I think it's out of order. Uh, I'm not going to put you in a, a position to kind of... Uh, 
comment on it because you don't need to. Oh, you can but put me what, in what any position what? you want to because we whoa, talk whoa, about this whoa. all the time. So, oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted Jake. Go ahead and finish your thought. No, you're you fine. To be honest with you, I, I completely don't agree with it. I think it's out of order what they're doing, but they're only going to get away with it once anyway, aren't they? I'm, I'm guessing. And then, what? Yeah, I'm guessing, too, that, you know, those blanks that show up for sale, that's a disgruntled uh, sketch mm -hmm. card artist, which is, it's very I, easy. It's very easy to become disgruntled. <laughs> it's very easy yeah, to get, is. like, this is just BS. Um, and then just put those blanks up for sale and get what you can for them. Um, I mean, you know, obviously I'm against it. Um, I have never done that. Don't have any intention of doing that. I've had plenty of people approach me um working while i'm working on sets saying hey would you be willing to sell me one of your blank cards um when you're blank ap's we'll keep it on the down low and we won't tell people and stuff like that and i'm like no yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like you know the whole reason i'm working on these is because i want to draw <laughs> i'm an illustrator right? and i want to draw something on this little piece of paper that i have here and then hopefully yeah. somebody wants it and they want to purchase it from me so yeah no i'm not oh. not interested in that but I so, oh go no go ahead Jake no carry on because I'm just going to lead into something else no so, carry on okay so before, uh, the only other thing I want to add is I'm currently struggling now though with all those blanks out there and particularly uh, with uh, IP that I work on with its popularity and the fact that I can sell my APs like within 24 hours of putting them up mm -hmm. I'm like. Ooh, do I want to buy a couple more? Right. Yeah. The artist <laughs> buying the blanks and then yeah. being able to do work on And then put a couple anyway. and then sell a couple of extras. And that would, oh. you know. So that oh. that's I have an inner fight going on about that. <laughs> See, I would as an artist, I don't think I would be. I know I know some people quarrel with like buying a card. And then, like, it, you get a good deal on it. Like, maybe it's at a show and you find it in a dollar box or something like that. And then, like, you know it's worth that. You know it's worth X, Y, Z amount. And then you could turn around and sell that card and make money on it. Mm -hmm. I know people quarrel with that internally a lot. But as an artist, I'd be like, if I can get the blank at a reasonable price from somebody else and I'm working on that set, I don't see why you should have any sort of quarrel with that if you can know, turn around and do. <laughs> No, no, I, I understand it. Yeah, I, do, I completely I get, get it. We're drawing fine lines now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, because because it's like you know you don't agree with them selling the blank themselves, but if you can get the blank from them, that's kind of like the opposite of like what you were saying. Somebody's yeah. getting a hold of you to try to get a blank to be able to do some drawing. Yeah, exactly. Does that make me just as bad? That yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm on the black market no. now for sketch cards. <laughs> um, you but trying then, to just? I have yourself. certainly done like you had just brought up, Nate. Um, I have seen some of my original cards for sale for mm -hmm. what I feel is criminal, and I'm like, I can get four times that at a convention if I have that card. So All I right. have been known to buy my card back from somebody okay. for oh, yeah. a, a low Genius. amount. And I'm like, you see, and then they're like, why are you buying this? And I was like, for this price, I know I have a convention coming up next week. I can probably sell this card for three times as much as what it is. So I was like, right. I'm going to do that. To, so, to me, it does seem like the artists are able to get 
more bang for their buck at the conventions than with like um, the secondary market on say an eBay or a Comp C or something like mm, that when it comes to that is, not, not always, but yeah. No, that is at least maybe I'm going to the wrong conventions, but um, you know, it is definitely changing um to the point where I am starting to consider cutting back on my convention schedule. Mm. That you know, there's been some conventions that I've been at. And, you know, driving home after that weekend, you know, my wife and I are talking and she's like, how much money did you make off of eBay this weekend while you were sitting in that convention? And I was like, yeah, mm, yeah I might have made more on eBay this weekend than at that convention. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you can get the right people to look at your store and or get your name in their searches, um, you're reaching a much larger audience. And, you know, particularly the Star Wars community. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there with some deep pockets and, you know, they're not coming to the local convention in Virginia or Washington, D.C. to see me. But, you know, they're going to scoop up what they can ones. on that. So I, I, you know, and again, maybe I'm going to the wrong conventions, but I the high end cards and the high end prices I do very well online with. But there are a couple mm -hmm. of conventions where um, if I bring some APs that I know that I can sell those and they will go. So what I wanted to get into, and I've thought it loads and loads of times, and I don't understand the legalities of it because there's lots of rules, isn't there, what you can and can't do with sketch cards and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, just as a general in a whole, so let's say you, Dre, and Josh wanted to get together and do our, your own cards and your own sketch card set. Mm -hmm. Is that not something that you could do and that you could explore, you know, rather than always? We could, but what characters are we going to do that people are going to have an interest in? You know, we can't do Marvel. We just can't say, oh, we're going to do a set and we're going to draw Marvel characters. You know, that's you can't do that. We just don't have the rights to publish yeah, that or yeah. put that out there. Um, so do you create your own characters? But then does anybody have any interest in that? You know, or do you go out and you look for an IP that you can buy and, you know, legally then produce a set for? So, you know, it's it's tricky. It's very tricky. That's for sure. You, I know there was one time a while back, I think it was Jay uh, in one of our little private chats. He had put up he had found um, a copyright free listing of characters that were no longer covered by copyright. And then he's like, yeah, let's do this. Um, but then that never went anywhere. <laughs> that's, that's what I was, that's what I was wondering, because you think like Surfer and Doom and, you know, they've been going that long. How long does does the copyright run out? Do the rights run out? Like a patent? Oh, it's just things I don't know. Oh, that's those rights will never go. Really. Marvel or Sony or yeah. Fox or whoever owns it, they will perpetually keep that thing going they'll reapply just keep that. It disney always, disney yeah. just had something recently yeah. not like like yesterday but like recently within the past however many years like steamboat willie that came up and then that didn't get renewed so now that's mm -hmm. like available and then um winnie the pooh expired somehow and then somebody made like this mass murder oh i saw movie that trailer the, i haven't seen the movie but yeah, it's like no. Winnie the Pooh goes freaking crazy or yeah. something. But they did. It was my understanding, though, that Disney <clears throat> did reapply and keep 
-hmm. their their version of Winnie the Pooh and all those characters that are in the animated. Right. So you yeah. can't. So you can't recreate those. the actual yeah. versions, but you can modify it yeah. and, and kind of make it yeah. your own sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So when somebody does a commission with you, um, for say Marvel, do they do you have to draw that then on Marvel stock? From no, that's up to deck, the collector, or... you know. Okay. Um, probably 90% of the time, you know, if it's a Marvel thing, they want a Marvel card. Um, you know, a lot of collectors to them with the sketch cards, it is the fact that it is on that licensed product card. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I have my own personal stock and I've done commissions, but if I say I draw Domino. On one of my uh, personal sketch cards versus drawn Domino on uh, one of the upcoming Marvel releases, I will be able to sell the one on the Marvel release for uh, much more than the one on my personal um, stock, regardless of whether it was drawn well or not. <laughs> you know, the one on my personal <laughs> stock, I might spend 10 hours on. And then, yeah, and then um, the one on the Marvel stock, I might only spend an hour on. I'm still going to get more on the one on the Marvel. Right. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Like, I, anytime I look at the sketches, I always just go, do I like the image on the card? Yeah. And to, me it, say, yeah. to me, it doesn't yeah. make a difference. And, and no, like I said, no. I, I picked up a couple sketches from you there on, on the bay and you yeah, yelled no. at me. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, but like, oh, this that's... is one here. This is one of yours. No, uh, you guys that are listening to the podcast, you can't see this, but I'm showing mm -hmm. them a, a Domino sketch that I picked up. It's just a blank bat. It's real thin stock. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like ten dollars, and I was like, "It's a good image." Yeah, I grabbed it up. You know, and it's, I think that's with sketch cards. A lot of people get too focused on like what the card stock is, but I do understand collectors like, "Hey, I, I only want it on the card stock." You know, but um, sometimes it is hard to tell which ones are pack pulled and which ones are APs because not all the stock has the AP logo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I have gone ahead um, on some of the um, other parties besides Upper Deck and uh, Tops, but like some of the other properties, some of those cards aren't marked as APs. They're just extra cards mm -hmm. they give you and they say, here's your APs. I printed up AP stickers that kind of are the same color to go along with the back. And then I'll just put okay. that AP sticker on the back of my card. And so then nice. that way, when I sell it, I'm like, this is one of my APs. This isn't a pack pull. That's you know, I, like, I like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind what stock anything is, but I must admit, I do want like uh, an MM18 sketch card. And it's probably the only set where I think I'd like a card stock on that, preferably X23, because that's mm -hmm. who I collect. But besides that, I don't really care, to be honest with you. I, you know, you have, two but... are kind of the exception, at least to the people yeah. that I talk to, because, you know, we so are, yeah. often people will approach me and say, hey, do you? Well, like um, I was approached not a couple months ago. Somebody said, I know you did Archer cards like years ago. But I was wondering oh, if, you had, would be so cool. if you had any Archer APs left. And I just laughed. I said, no, those were gone ages ago. I said, but I'll be happy to do an Archer commission for you on my own personal stock. You name what you want, and I'll do it and put it on mm -hmm. that. And they're like, oh, no, thank you. I need it on personal. I need it on the Archer stock. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I could throw on like the tinfoil hat and be like, what's the, what's the reasoning behind why they want it on the 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 actual stock it's itself it's versus just, like your own personal. Mm -hmm. No, you know, it's, it's I, quite I, obvious, isn't it? 
it's, it's resale, like, right? If you, yeah, that's what I. That's resale. the way I take it. Is but collectors actual like like I don't want to say actual collectors because everybody collects in their own way. Um, but like collectors like myself and like Jake, where we don't really care about what stock it's on, we just care more about the image that's on the stock. I think those are the people that like we have no intention of selling that sketch card ever. Like it's gonna stay with us for however long until like we either have to move it to have food or <laughs> <laughs> not eating it. No, go down the Burger King. Guys, take sketch cards. I'm just gonna oh, eat nice. it. Fuck it. No, you mix it with a little bit of milk. Let it get a little soft, and then you can tear it up like a little bit of oatmeal, and you can eat it kind of like oatmeal. <laughs> I've got two theories. So one theory is resale value, obviously. Mm -hmm. And the second yeah. theory is that depending on whatever you're collecting and how you collect, I quite understandably get why people want it on the actual card stock. And I, mm -hmm. it's not me saying there's anything wrong with that. It's not, you know, it's brilliant because it's only like collecting a graded card or a parallel or whatever. It's just right. a, whoever's yeah. collecting, however they are. It's just me personally. Me personally, I'd rather have an eleven by seven or a comic book sketch. Mm -hmm. To be fair, personally, even though I love sketch cards and you know the intricacy and like the detail you put into them, Michael, and the time it must take you and the the skill. I mean, it's. I'm sure when you started off, you didn't start doing sketch cards, did you? When you first started being an artist, <laughs> yeah, and, no, 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 you, <laughs> no. You know, it's, never even uh, heard. You know, that that was never an intention. That was never you know, an avenue that I even considered. Um, <laughs> and I had never even heard of them until, you know, I was approached shoot. And that was back in 2006, 2007, 2008, somewhere around there was when, you know, my first card was, you know, came to me and said, Hey, you know, draw on this and we're going to put this up for sale for a charity event. You know, that's the first time I ever worked like that. And then, yeah. you know, then another card set came that was actually two and a half by three and a half. And I was like, Oh my God! This is so small. What in the holy? How am I gonna fit this on? Yeah, what? This is awful. And then here we are. Yeah. So nowadays, nowadays, how much larger things. format stuff do you do compared to the sketch cards? Then no, I I don't have time to do the larger stuff. Because <laughs> I keep saying yes. I got stacks of sketch cards just sitting over here. The new ass hats send me more of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're doing it, doing it all wrong. What you want I know, to do? Because I keep saying, oh, you know that it's going to slow down. Then I'm not going to have anything. Then I'm going to go ahead, do some sketch covers, or I'm going to work on, you know, my own book or something like that. I was like, then that's when I'm going to do it is, you know, once all that. And then that'd be cool to see like a portfolio of what you've done in the past, like card wise and stuff like that. So on, on your Instagram, you do have quite a few images on your Instagram profile there, but I'm sure that's not even close to like the number of sketch cards. Like, do you share when a new set comes out? Do you share all your cards from that so, set? So when I first was doing sets for uh, Marvel, mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, oh my God, I'm doing Marvel. Look at me. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm posting every single one of these cards. And so I did. And then I was like, good God, half of those are, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe but, not. <laughs> so um, I, don't really want to I, am, <laughs> I try to be a little bit more particular now when a mm -hmm. set comes out, um, I, you know, struggle with, okay, do I want to make eight social media posts, you know, you know, eight days in a row, 10 days in a row sharing, right. you know, yeah, yeah. the whole set. 
And then when I look back on them, be, an artist being an artist or an illustrator being an illustrator, call me whatever you want to. Whenever you look at the stuff that you did just a few months ago, you're like, oh, what in the, what was, you know, where are our own worst, worst critics? Where are our bet. own worst critics? Yeah. And yeah. I bet, you know, like the Obi-Wan set just came out mm -hmm. and I only did two posts of that. And to me, I'm done. I'm not going to post anymore. But I'm wondering, like, if I sent you guys scans of all of the Obi-Wan cards that I did, that you probably would be like, oh, that one's cool. That one's cool. That one's cool. Yeah. Where I'm looking at them going, yeah, yeah. ooh, that's not. Yeah, no. I, I should have done that or I yeah, could have done I that. Why, yeah. why didn't I do that? And I know yeah. that, you know, I was rushed and I had to go as fast as I could. So I understand that. But I was like, no, I can't. I don't want to post that. <laughs> but, yeah, I could post. If we total up the amount of cards versus what's I put online. Yeah, no, there's a lot yeah. that you guys don't see. So do, do you actually, so I obviously said then you don't really get the time to do anything that's bigger now because you're always on the sketch cards. Mm. But let's say for argument's sake, I wanted you to do, I bought a blank comic book. And for anyone who doesn't know, you might be listening, it's not the same as a sketch card. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic books bring out blank comic books so you can take the comic book to a convention, generally get it graded and CGC mm -hmm. witnessed, or you can actually just do it like I could send to Michael myself. I want to send you this comic book. In fact, mm -hmm. I've got plans to do it with Cursat for the next 23. Uh, is that something you would entertain? You know, if somebody Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I definitely you, tried. That's... Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely want to do those. You know, and, and I try to squeeze them into my schedule when I can. So, and, you know, I was at a convention, a weekend convention. It was both days, Saturday and Sunday. And things were kind of slow. I brought uh, blank sketch covers with me. And then that's what I worked on at the show. So, um, and I actually finished one of Carnage. And so then, you know, I was able mm, to put that up yeah. on my eBay store. But yeah, no, I can, you know, I definitely want commissions are very important to me and you know, I got to figure out a way to get those in. So when it's a commission, I always let them know, hey, I got X amount of cards I have to get done by this date. But after that, I can pencil you in if you can wait. And um, 19 out of 20 times, they're like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, yeah for sure. We can work that out. So and then it's, just, is... it's wonderful then to, after working on X amount of two and a half by three and a half inch pieces of paper, to then look at a whole cover and go, <gasps> look at all this space. I have, I look, I can room. look at this. I can use these big pens with these big nibs and get this detail in. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. And I've also got another question, Michael. Does any? I mean, I I love pencil. I love like two tones, two to three mm -hmm. colors. It's just the sort of art that I yeah. really enjoy. Do you get those sort of requests quite often, or does everybody no. want full color? And because no, the only like... I, you know, when someone will approach me, say, you know, I'm at a convention, they see me drawing a sketch cover, and they're like, "Oh, I want a sketch cover. How much?" And I'll be like, "Well, that's a loaded question. You know, do you want black and white, Close. or do you want color? Mm. You know, black and white is less than color. Yeah, and then we'll go through that whole process and whatnot. But most of the time, people do want color." Um, and again, maybe it's just the people that I'm talking to or the people that just I happen to meet. Um, but it's rare that, you know, somebody says, oh, I would just want a pencil sketch or I just want, you know, black and white ink. So, it's you know, and with these sketch cards first started too, you know, 
back in 2006, 2007, they were just black and white. They were sketches. And then all the of a sudden I get a, a request and they're like, oh, we need these in color. And I'm like, color? What the? You know, <laughs> I'm like, how am I supposed to color? How am I supposed to color two and a half by three and a half inch card? That doesn't. So then there I am spending hundreds of dollars on freaking ass markers, um, so that I can do color cards. Oh yeah, the money as well. Yeah, to spend yeah. on markers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, no. So um, I will say that I've been thinking, and you know, as you see other art too. You know, obviously I get influenced when I see things online or other artists and stuff. Um, on this latest Marvel set that I'm working on, um, I don't have the time to do them in watercolor. They got to be marker. But I am going back in on top of them with some colored pencil to try to add a little bit more depth, a little bit more sketchiness to it, a little bit more. Nice, so we'll, nice. see, we'll see how that looks. But, you know, from an art standpoint, I do want to I was staring at my colored pencils. And I'm like, there's got to be a way that I can do more sketchy colorness with the colored pencils. So who are some of the artists then that kind of inspired you when you were first getting into sketch cards? And then who are some that currently inspire you that you take aspects no, of their work? Nobody inspired me to get into sketch cards. <laughs> I never saw any sketch card artists. I'm like, oh, I want to do sketch cards. No, um, no, no. What I meant was like who inspired your art? Like when you okay, first got yeah. into like sketch so cards. So when I first started... Um, and this is way back in the day, you know, collecting comic books as a kid and then realizing that, hey, you can do this and make people pay you money to draw these pictures and stuff like that. And I really started to pay more attention, you know, like in high school and then obviously in college. Um, and just looking at, you know, the regular comic book legends, you know, Neil Adams, John Byrne, George Perez, you know, those guys. Um, it's that those were the ones Frank Miller, you know, the list. I'm sure if I go up and look at my bookcase, there's a bunch of names I'm missing. But, you know, those were the guys and those were the ones that, you know, I looked at to teach me, you know, OK, you could look at anatomy this way or this expression this way and that kind of thing. Line work, ink work and that kind of stuff. So that's what I had tried to um, emulate then as I was getting into this work. And then today, oh, nice. the artists are too numerous to name. There's so, so, so many of them. Um, you know, I just love when guys post their work, guys and girls post their work, mm-hmm. um, just to see how they approach it. You know, I look at it much more now from a technique standpoint when I see cards posted of like, how did they get that effect? Or how do I think they did that line? Or how did I think they got that background? Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. So when you're... So when basically... You're- Basically, you're stealing off other people, Michael. Well, yeah, aren't you? That's what art is all about. <laughs> we labeling. You know, people are always about sw- you know. Well, you swipe from this, you swipe from that, you took from this, or took from that. It's like oh, art's oh, been that oh, way oh, since you forever, know, forever yeah. and ever. You know, from the time from the time cave, we're Elvis. drawing the stick figures yeah. on the cave. Yeah. If Roy Lichtenstein what... could count the amount of court battles that he had when he was, you know, doing his pop art paintings in the '60s. You know, so that's just that's just the way that it is. Yeah, look, I mean, you look gotta, at Andy you Warhol. Take the art style from just somewhere. Look at his stuff. Yeah. You look at Andy Warhol. He's he's not yeah. even mm-hmm. yeah. plagiarized anybody. Yeah, yeah. But still, as I still find is is well, I like I'm a big Lou Reed fan and a big David Bowie fan. 
So like Andy Warhol kind of comes with it, mm-hmm. but they, they really like he sussed what was going on before everybody else realised that the consumerism and that didn't they really they really got into it in a big scale. I've got a question, Michael. Anyway, so I've got this theory, and I'm going to try and ask every artist that comes on. You're the first, by the way. So, oh uh, wow, I feel so special. It's your voyage. <laughs> what I want to know, right? You must be tempted, right? You sat on the toilet, you're in a public place or whatever, or whatever you're doing, or you're in the subway, or you're doing something. You've got a pocket full of markers. You must be tempted to just do a little ditty somewhere. You mean I sketch on a stall door? Oh, <laughs> you mean graffiti and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, you must have done. a stall door. Put your art, art of I thought about that. There. Never done it, but you are right. Yeah. You know, especially when you see something and you're like, oh, that's awful. I could do a lot more than that. You go in, you go in pencil and over top yeah. of their sketch. Yeah. You're like, fill this in here, add yeah. a little detail or, here. Watch some edits, put a little edit, and you know. Perspective is oh, off I... here a little bit. Sorry, I'm just I'm just determined to ask every every artist. If somebody's <laughs> going to come up and say, "Yeah, I do it all the time." I've got I've got these visions of this log and bug book that somebody's doing it and they record every toilet they've done it in all over the. So, the US. I guess their entire Instagram feed is nothing but like toilets. So I don't doors. know if this is related or not, but um. A couple months ago, we were visiting my mother out in Nebraska uh, for a week or so. And my wife and I got just a weekly gym membership to the gym that's right around the corner from my mom. And they have this giant wall with that's the white board that you can write with marker and then wipe it off and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you're supposed to write motivational things or what your thought is for the day or just do it or something like that. So they had a couple of different markers. And my wife was like, well, what are you going to write? And I'm like. I'm looking at the colors to see what I can draw, if I can do a decent drawing or not with these colors that they have in these markers. She's like, you're, get out. And she's like, we're leaving. Get out of here. You should have done all that. would been really cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Like, you should all be doing banks and like just, yeah. just leaving your marks. The, the more, the, so like, if you write music or you're a writer, you know, you sit there and you're waiting on the subway and you're looking mm-hmm. at someone. And I used to do a lot of writing, so I know. And you're observing people and you're thinking, I wonder why they are so happy. Or I wonder yeah. what's gone on in their mm-hmm. day today. I wonder why they've not noticed the t-shirts back to front or you know, whichever that. And you make up little stories in your head about yeah. people. And I've just always thought, as an artist, that you, you must do similar things. You know, you. you yeah, I get blamed a lot in public for staring. And somebody, you know, like if we're at a restaurant or something like that, the people I'm with is like, who are you staring at? What are you staring at? And it's not just that person. It's not like I'm going to look at that person. It's, wow, look at the way the light is hitting that person's head from this angle in the Mm -hmm. shadow that it's casting from their nose and underneath their eye. But yet there's a little bit of rim light over on that side. And I'm just looking and I'm taking that in and i was like how can i recreate that and i don't even realize it and they're like you've been staring at that person for like two minutes now you need to stop i thought he was gonna say i don't even realize it my hands are behind me back and the cuffs are closing on slow <laughs> <laughs> i'm still just staring at it yeah 
I've not even noticed and there's an officer above me yeah. and he's whispering to me, can you please leave the building, sir? Come with me. And all I can think about the whole time of getting arrested is, man, the way those police lights shine off of their uniform. Yeah. Oh, when the flashlights came over, then that changed the light and then there was this backlight and that was cool. And He goes to court. He goes to court and he's like, can I draw my own? Draws his own court scene. So oh, do you have a sketchbook that you carry about, Michael? You know what? Like, so you did something like that, and you just mm-hmm. think, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm just interested in the process. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, like, as an artist yourself, just in, in your everyday thing, you don't think, I, I want to do uh, a Marvel Masterpieces set, I want to do a Star Wars Chrome set. Obviously, in your everyday life, you you know, what, what uh, goes on there? Yeah, no, because, you know, I do carry a sketchbook around with me. It's not a large one, unless we, go- if we're going on a trip, you know, I'll pack one of my larger ones because then, you know, if we're sitting on the beach or if we're sitting somewhere and I know that I can do a larger sketch, I'll do that. But I do carry a smaller one around with me. A lot of it is note taking of just something that I think of and I'll write a note. But there is, you know, I'll work on a problem or an issue um, without looking at real life and just have the sketchbook there just to kind of think about it and look at it and stuff like that. But there's other times where I'll be sitting and I'm just like, oh, that's a cool tree. Or, you know, I like that park bench with the way the sun's hitting it. And I'll just try to do a quick sketch of that or something. Imagine just walking past and Michael's on the beach there and he's doing a great big black cat, Nath. <laughs> looking over his shoulder. <laughs> What's like, this guy doing here? What's going on? Like, what the hell is this guy? Stop. You got like 10 people standing around him and he's just like looking around yeah. like, uh, <laughs> the pressure's on now, Michael. <laughs> Can you just who, pull that in, please? Speaking of Black Cat, who would be, like, if you had to pick one character that you could draw, and that's the only character you could ever draw for any set or commission ever, who would that be? What character? You know, would that be? I get that question often, and I have yet to come up with a great answer for that. Um, you know, my views change, my mood changes. Mm-hmm. So that there's never one set one that I want to do. I know a recent answer that I gave, and the more that I think about it, the more that, you know, I guess that maybe that needs to be my canned answer is a ghostwriter. And the reason being is that, you know, when I was in art school and college, you know, we had so many life drawing classes and we would wheel the skeleton out and put it in different poses and draw the bones and draw the structure and all of that stuff mm-hmm. that the okay. ghost, you know, ghostwriter's face, obviously, or skull um, mm-hmm. takes me back to those days. And I can always just... It's easy for me to do. I know that, too. It doesn't really push me that much, which is probably not a great answer. But I do still enjoy drawing the human bones and human skulls. So I always have fun uh, drawing Ghost Rider. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of Ghost Rider fans that are out there because I see people all the time asking, hey, you got is this guy got any Ghost, Ghost Rider? Like when we do the Marvel Roundtable, have they ever drilled Ghost Rider? And, you know, you see some of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely a popular uh, kind of... Not necessarily cult classic, but yeah, definitely a, a fan favorite. So I know Jake would love to just have X twenty three for everything. So me, yeah. no, no, it's just I don't see that many that I like. X twenty three. I you know listening to you guys, you know I began to understand what some of your favorites were and stuff. You know, and X twenty three has come up with you guys. I struggle with X twenty three in. 
how old is she or how old is she supposed to be? And then therefore, what kind of figure are you supposed to put on her? Um, and if she really is that young, you know, you start to feel no, a little she, no, icky no. No, no, <laughs> with some not, of those figures and a couple yeah, of those little no, crop tops. Young, you're no. starting to be like, oh, I don't know about that. Just make no, her 21 no, every time you'll be on. <laughs> No, she's had flings. She had a fling with Jubilee. I think she had a fling with Gambit. She had a fling with uh, Archangel. She's uh, she's a very yeah, open yeah. and modern oh, no, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the sort of girl I like. Open <laughs> and modern. All right, so well open in her mid twenties then is what you're saying then, Jay? Yes, def- right. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, Sorry. Boy. So, no, what well, I'm also thinking. Has anybody ever asked you to? Who? I'll do put this. Who would you love to do that you haven't been asked to do? As in a different IP, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's say a Judge Dread, or uh, I don't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or you know. <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to go over. So if you may <laughs> or may not know that Upper Deck does an AEW wrestling card yeah. set on epac and i have sent email after email to the art directors there and i was like good gosh if you ever do sketch cards for aew (laughs) he's a big rustling guy i have to be a part of that 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 has i have to be able to do that so that's right at the top of the list is a wrestling set any specific wrestler? No, I yeah. love them all. You know, even if you know Tops called and said, "Hey, or we're doing WWE," I would definitely jump onto that bandwagon. So, are you AEW or are you WWE? I'm both. You can't, you can't, be, I, you can't be both. Yes, you can be both. <laughs> you can enjoy both, but you got to yes. pick a brand. <laughs> if I had to pick, if you said I could only watch one, it would be AEW. Ah. But yeah, nice. no, I, you know, from the other sets. You know, I mentioned Archer. That was one that when that popped up years ago, I immediately sent, as soon as I even sniffed it, uh, one of my buddies uh, sent me an email and he said, hey, did you know that they're doing an Archer set? And I was like, no, I did not. And so I immediately sent an email to that art director that thankfully I had done other sets with him before. And I was like, I have to be on this Archer set. Um, And so then, you know, when that contract came, I never even read the contract. I just signed it and sent it in and said, yeah, I'm on board with that. Um, (laughs) That's me. So there's not I can't say that there's really too much because my wife asked me that all the time. She's like, you know, when you're done with this, when you're like, I can't draw another sketch card, I'm going to kill somebody if I have to. She's like, you know, what's left on the bucket list? What's left on the to do list? And I know I don't think I really have one because I've been so fortunate to have worked on the things that, you know, as a kid, you always dream about. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've just been so fortunate to work on Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Archer, Rick and Morty. You know, I just, I don't, there's nothing besides the pro wrestling aspect of it. There's nothing really left for me to say, Oh my God, I need to be on Indiana Jones or I got to do this. I got to do that. So what, what we, uh, in fact, before I ask you this question, what would happen if they did the WWE set and, and they said you can only have one character and we're sending you the character and it coming, it was David Arquette? Oh. oh, I would do David Arquette. Come on, you gotta <laughs> you have to enjoy the nuance of it. And first of all, it wasn't WWE that he was with, but we won't get into that. So. Oh, was it not? <laughs> no, it was WCW. <laughs> 
Sorry, sorry, all sounds <laughs> the same for me. That's when they that's when they lost the WWF. Yeah. That's oh, what I said that's when they lost the WWF. As soon as they made him champion, that was done. I watched that documentary, it made me laugh. I thought it was fun. It was it was fun oh. to watch. But my question was, so you've been doing sketch cards since two thousand six, seven ish. So what did you do before that, Michael? What was uh I was doing um trying to break in to the actual comic book industry. You know, I obviously okay. I was a dad. We were starting a family, raising kids. You gotta have a job. So, you know, this was all def definitely stuff on the side and part-time at evening and stuff like that. But it was interior work. I was trying to get comic book interior work. Um I got uh, contact at Marvel at one point and they wanted me to do inking samples. So then I did a bunch of inking samples um, and that seemed like it was going to go somewhere and then it never did. Mm. Um, so it was basically, I was looking for interior work and I was, you know, the dream was to be a comic book artist. That can't be an easy. No, that dream's into. dead now. Now I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> how do they do that? <laughs> I don't know if I can draw 30 pages in one month. Those backgrounds oh, yeah, and figuring out this and yeah. figuring out that. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want any part of that. No, thank you. <laughs> have you, have you I don't know whether you've seen the new Marvel, the Alien versus Predator comics. No, have not. And if you if you look at that, there's uh I've been looking at the original art, you know, the interior pages, and there's quite a few splash pages in the comic. And mm -hmm. oh, oh shit. I mean, I mean the penciling that goes in, well, you can imagine, yeah. it, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. can just imagine carting it. Oh, it's immense. And you think, are, are these guys really fast? Were they paid a fortune? Yeah. Or, you know, it's no. And then, you know, when you look much. at the pay too, you're just like, oh my goodness, those, these guys are killing themselves for, you know, what they're making, which is yeah. great. And I understand it. it's a passion. It's a passion I have. Um, so I understand that aspect of it, but yeah, it's crazy, you know, and I've inked, many in independent book and you know when you get into that you see what the penciler did in the detail they put into it and the work they put into it and you're like oh, i gotta match that i can't ignore yeah. you know that line or i can't yeah, ignore yeah. that background if that guy put that much effort into it i gotta figure out a way mm -hmm. to push through this and ink all mm -hmm. those lines see this this is why i prefer black and white and pencil because you could go now, and I've done it. So I looked at the original art for quite a few other comic books as well that I'm interested in. But that particular one, because there's so much pencil work mm -hmm. in it, and so much detail in it. I look at that, and I was looking at the comic in the shop the other day, the comic book shop. And I was just like, why the fuck do I want the color mm -hmm. version? You yeah. know, no disrespect to the Inca, and I completely understand, but it's like, could, could they not do like a noir version? And I'm not saying nobody's ever done mm. that, you know, but yeah. it's just you do look and you think, and the same with sketch cards, I look a lot of the time and I think, I, 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 I don't exactly always want the color. Yeah. Sometimes people do stuff so detailed that I'd, I'd love just a pencil. Yeah. I have way too many of the IEW artist editions. I don't know if you've seen those over in Britain, Jake, but they're the mm -hmm. actual black and white comic book pages reproduced at a hundred percent in a hardbound okay. book. And they, oh, okay. they are pricey, but I mean, they are just, I got, you know, a couple John Burns, uh, Michael Golden's nice. Micronauts. 
um, Todd okay. McFarlane work, stuff like that. Um, even some of the old EC comics, uh, they've done some of those with Wally Wood and those guys. And those books are just, you see the blue line pencils, you see like yeah. somebody marked a little note on the side to do this, to do that. And those things are just yeah. beautiful. I love just sitting and looking at those. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that because I've been looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I grew up and well, I was born in 73. So it was like Star Wars comics. Comics weren't so easy to get for us. I've said it before. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that everybody used to look at a lot is like Judge Dredd. And even some of the comic artists, even like Steve Dillon, who did Wolverine Origins, uh, the British guy sadly passed away now. Mm-hmm. I've only found out about him through reading Wolverine Origins comics and being into Dakin. And I look at his artwork, and you can see with quite a few of the British art- artists that they're influenced by that 2000 and AD Strontium dog style, and you know, which is heavily black and white, isn't it? That's yeah. you know, yeah. But is that a trend that will come in and out of fashion, do, do we think, or just in general discussion? Like, you know, I like it, but is it I like now? it too, but I don't, you know, if I look at my sons or I look at younger collectors and younger people that I run into at Comic-Cons, it doesn't seem like that's their jam right now. And that, you know, it's just, is that a cool color image? Is that something that when I look at it on my electronic device, does it look cool and it's something that I enjoy looking at? Yeah, it's a shame that, isn't it? If we're going to lose that aspect of of artwork and, you know, what artists like to do. and, And... I, I suppose if you're doing an independent comic now, it's quicker, easier, and cheaper to do it digitally, isn't it? So you could get your iPad or whichever, or whatever that was, do it digi- digitally, and so much easier to do it in fantastic colour that you can understand that that's the route that artists take, can't you? Because times change, don't they, you know? People want different things, don't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. But, you know, and all coloring now is done in Photoshop or, you know, something like that. But anyway, all the coloring on comic books is done electronically now. So, you know, it just yeah. it certainly yeah. looks like it. You, you could tell nowadays on those on these modern books how, how much more digital everything looks. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. And I, I'm kind of... They look amazing. I mean, you, you look, I'm just looking at a Mark Brooks Iron Man now, and I've got it next to the uh, May X23 comic sketch. And then the Iron Man's amazing, but we and I look, and even though it's amazing to the eye, and you look at all the detail, there's probably so much detail, and it's so much, uh, it's, it's that good, and that, that I stopped looking. If that makes sense, but like my eyes are kind of overawed <laughs> with everything in some way. It's just like, yeah, it's just amazing. So you, you don't, in some ways, I don't have the same relationship as with some other forms of artwork. But that's just me personally. Mm. That's everybody's different, aren't they? Yeah. Did you say Mark Brooks? Yeah. 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 So you know his covers are amazing, and his work is amazing. And I've met Mark a couple of times. Yeah. And. There's a lot of times, too, like when they and I know he's got to draw what they ask him to do. And a lot of them are, OK, we want you to draw every single X-Men character and put it on this cover. Um, right. So he's got to put all those characters in there. 
and you're like, oh my God, I don't know where to look. I don't know what to look at. I don't know, you know, but I know that yeah, that's yeah. not his fault. He's doing what he's the best he can with the fact he's got to put 35, you know, X-Men on this cover. But you are a lot of times just like, can we just take a step back and just do one or two and then just let me enjoy that figure? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, like with the sketch oh, cards, yeah. like you guys get, you guys usually get like a list of characters, right? And then you get to pick from those, but then you have guidelines. Well, uh, no, not really. Um, okay. It's the, we get a list of who we can't draw. <laughs> oh, so okay. Here, so it's the here's the band list. Yeah, yeah. Here, these, these, these are the ones you can't. You can't yeah, yeah. Draw. Okay. So I spend many a time and many a commuting bus ride uh, with just a notepad and a pencil. And just it's like, okay, I got to do 50 cards. Who am I going to draw? And just yeah. start going through that list and making that list and then clicking it and checking it and all of that. So, oh, hello. The new, the new, uh, we, we shrunk Genji down into a smaller version. Hello. 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 You got to say, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry nice. about that, Jens, but when he wants to hey, come on, he wants that's... to come on. There you go. Yep. When he wants to come on, you got to get Podcaster of the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize you had the shrinking ray to spray at Gingy there. <laughs> Shrink him down. He's got to give us his top ten. <laughs> So Michael, so you're gonna be we'll, on, you're gonna be on our mental cut. Oh wait, Jake, you had more questions. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I did actually. So if you, you know, you were talking earlier about you've done everything more or less that you'd like to do or need to do, or you know, you've you've had your glass filled as such. So let's say you quit sketch cards tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What would you do then? You know, as your own personal art, what would you really would you focus your time into? So, Don't say you're on the back of toilet doors, Michael, or else we're kicking you off. No, that um <laughs> so I had been I've been kicking this around for a few uh almost a year now. Um and to get give you a little bit too much information. Um, you know, we have four grandkids now, and you know, they're nice. three three years old is the oldest one, and then down from there. But anyway, um I've been writing a children's book. And I've been thinking about how to illustrate that. How do I want to put that illustration together? Mm -hmm. Um, And I've given myself a deadline of that. And my wife keeps asking. She goes, you haven't even started the first illustration yet of that book. And she goes, when do you think you're going to do that? If you want to make that deadline of what you have in your head. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. So I think that's something I want to do. And again, that's just very selfish. Just because I want to do it for my grandkids and share it with them. Um, you know, we uh, my wife and I talk about all the time about doing a comic book and doing our own property. And, you know, I come up with different ideas. But then when I think about the actual time, effort and all of that, I'm just like, right. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> hats off to the guys that do it. I, that's just I am in awe of their energy and their mm-hmm. ability to do that and to see those things through. So I would say that, yeah, when, once I get out of sketch cards, it's going to be uh, do a children's book. And then, you know, my fine art background from college and being an artist going through art school and whatnot like that. I keep uh, saying, 
you know, when I retire, we're going to get a place and it's going to have the big barn out back and I'm just going to convert the barn to big painting studio. And I'm just going to stretch these big, huge canvases and just do these ungodly sized paintings. And nobody wants them. That's fine. They'll just stay in the barn. If somebody wants them. Okay. That's good. There you go. Yeah. Make it a little studio and yep. charge, charge a $5, $10 admission. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what Jackson Pollock did, isn't it? He just yeah, went exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just charge yeah. admission. <laughs> I think it's an amazing idea. Yeah. A great idea. So, so you're on to MentalCon then, Nate. Yeah. Uh, so Michael's going to be on MentalCon with us and. Uh, he was one of the first artists to jump on board and, and jump in to MentalCon with us. He's going to be on uh, Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. I believe so. That Man, sounds about he right. He picked the he picked that hour that like nobody wants. I figured that was easy. that's the only way you could say yes. Because if I tried to take a good one, you guys would be like, no, we you know, no, we would give you whatever you spot you wanted. We but yeah, he's like, no, that's a prime you time. You can't do that. He's like, I want the. He's like, I want that. He's like, I want that time slot. Yeah. No, when I looked at the, when I looked at the time slots, I was like, you know what? I get up early anyway, and I know artists, and most artists look at those times and they're like, there ain't no way I'm going to do anything. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I can do that. That's easy. I'll get, I'll do and this you're time. you're on the East Coast anyway, aren't you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. So it is 6 a.m. for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it'll be 6 a.m. Yeah, so that's uh, 4 a.m. for me. And Jake, that's uh, 11 a.m. for you. So not too bad. Yeah. Start your lunch break. Yeah, and I think Ian's on around that time anyway, isn't he? I think Ian's I'm following Ian. Is Ian before me? I think he's Yeah, Ian's him. before you. I think he's got like the 4 a.m. time Oh, he's doing maybe? two hours? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, all right. We're, we're just letting people do whatever I'm sorry they want, to ask really. for any details. I'm no, you're good. Out of line <laughs> to ask for we just <laughs> No, we are. Uh, so with the with the schedule, let me look at the schedule. I got the schedule pulled up right here. So we do have uh Ian is on a, he is on the hour time slot just prior to you. He's on the 5 a.m. time slot. So yes, yeah, so you guys may overlap depending yeah. on how long he hangs out and stuff. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. We should do well, we've no, my hats guys, off to we? you guys for doing this. I can't. That's whew. I've pulled 24 hour shifts before, but that's been in a print shop running machinery and stuff. So you have to keep <laughs> going. I can't imagine sitting for 24 hours and talking. I know. I know. That's going to so be. I, be you guys have my admiration for this. Wait a minute. We've not seen it through yet. There might be zero admiration. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll wait till afterwards we're gonna, then. We're, so. we're going to get through that first guest, and they're going right. to hit the end in broadcast instead of leave studio. <laughs> it's just going <laughs> to shut the whole thing down. It'll be Spidey's 5,000 giveaway all over it. <laughs> I mean, I've got to say that. I mean, you contacted us straight away, didn't you? And, yeah. Uh... No, I heard you guys on Ian's podcast. Um, and... Yeah, you know, anything I can do to help, you know, this is you guys have said it too. It's such a small community that we're in. Anything I can do oh, yeah. to help, I want to do that. You know, they've been the community has been very supportive to me and my work and my pursuits of my work. That if I can give back, that's great. And I don't know, you know, and I'm sure you guys have 24 hours to talk about it, so we don't need to hash it out here. But for whatever reason, if people are letting it known more now than they have before. Or if we are seeing a rise in it, it's just sad how often we'll see a post of somebody that's not with us anymore. And that yeah. they just, for whatever demons they had in their lives, they just couldn't, you know, face them anymore. And, you know, now they're gone. 
And yeah, so, like, you know, like if I can charity. in some small way help with this, I'm more than happy. Yeah, to. The charity we chose was a uh, Wounded Warrior Project because we both support veterans. I'm a veteran myself. Yeah. Jake's a veteran. Um, I'm not. And then, Where'd you get that from? I thought you were a veteran. No? Oh, boy. No? Yep. All right, you go on then. <laughs> no, I am, yeah. Yeah, so what happened? <laughs> yeah, so, so we picked... <laughs> go on, go on. So we picked Wounded Warrior Project because they're a military veteran-based kind of organ nonprofit organization. And, of course, that statistic gets put out there a lot. 22 veterans a day on average, you know, in their lives. And they go through so much. So we wanted to help. Like we did, we did the one podcast. It was right after we did the curator on the round table. And then we did the mental health podcast that weekend. Uh, and then that just like, we got done with that. And we just like, Jake sent me a message. He goes, why don't we do something like 24 hour stream or something like that? And then of course I don't sleep. So I'm just like, click, 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 click. Here we go. Here's all these details. Let's do this, 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 this. Jake's like, wait, oh shit. <laughs> all right. I guess we're doing <laughs> we're this. We're really going to do this. <laughs> I guess we're really doing this. And I'm like, why don't we get a bunch of artists to come out? Away. <laughs> Didn't think you'd like agree straight away. I just thought, oh, I'm going to have to talk him into it. I thought well, it was a had, wonderful idea. Just but... met. We had basically just met that weekend because Genji couldn't do the podcast. And you're like, hey, probably. Can you yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, can you co host? It's it's so Jake just reached out to you, you to you out of nowhere and just mm -hmm. said, hey, do you want to co host the show with me? And you're like, yep. yeah. He sure wow. did. He sure did. It was just meant to be. This was just <laughs> meant to be. This is just karma. Are you sure? Meant to be. Yes, sir. Is this true? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure if I remember it rightly. I was at work one day, and then somebody had written on the wall, True Blue Collectibles, and I thought, I don't know who that is. <laughs> then I came home, and Andrea, my wife, said to me, who's this True Blue Collectibles? I said, I have no idea why. She said, oh, just keep getting random messages. I said, all oh, right, okay. I, said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who the guy is. Then next thing, a card came through the door saying, happy birthday, Jake. I love you so much, True Blue Collectibles. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, it did not. <laughs> Are you sure it didn't happen like that? That's what I'm, I remember. I'm I don't know. One hundred percent certain on this one. <laughs> You're such a tosser. Oh my! Were there God. pictures Sorry. in that card as well? We won't mention the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Today I had to tell him stop sending me pictures, or I'm not checking my phone anymore. Because <laughs> every time he sent me a picture, it was another piece of clothing. I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> Don't mention the pictures. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I think I think it just uh, Gingy gone AWOL. I, I'm one of them sort of people, and me and Nate have discussed this about mental con. Uh, probably because of my job and what I do for a living. There's like a builder and uh, etc. and that sort of stuff. I, I see like the big picture is bigger than its parts, and so I saw that Marvel jerks and me effing and blinding and probably saying things that other people would rather not address for whatever reason. Not that I try to be controversial. Not, we don't try to be controversial, but there are topics that we, you know, we cross and ask questions that we know most people don't want. They don't want to say for whatever reason that is. Do you know what I mean? And so when Ginger left me, I thought, I need somebody else because I can't do it on my own. And uh, I did reach out to Nate. Yeah, that I'll admit it. Sorry. But we had this conversation about mental con. Yeah. Uh, so the idea, we thought of all sorts of names and we thought, well, we're not going to call it Marvel because then you're stuck with Marvel. Yeah. 
and then we tried something else and we came up with mental con and the 23 because as we said and I, I keep banging on about it but basically we like to think that anybody could take it over next year and do mental con 24 mm-hmm. and 25 etc so it it doesn't have to be necessarily me and Nathan, you know, and yeah. a community feeling. I mean, we've all embraced mental. Me and Nathan don't look at it as though like we've we're doing this amazing thing. We just look at it as like the community is doing an amazing thing mm-hmm. to us. That's, yeah, yeah, all the people. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? And participate. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We just we just put something out there and said, "Hey, do you want to be a part of this?" And everybody's like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, that's and great. Then, it's been awesome. great. Yeah. No, nice. you know, it, our community is, you know, close knit and it's small, but you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, everyone in here is just amazing. Not you, Nate. Do you see Michael then? Like, he looked up at you and thinking, but not too blue. I could tell. I could see well, it. all right, he, Michael, he, we won't discuss him. You know, I thought he was until now. I hear stories of him sending pictures overseas to you, and now, yeah. So I, I oh, they weren't sent to him. I sent them to his wife. <laughs> oh, to his wife. Because oh. she hears me. She walks by. She hears my deep, yeah, velvety thunder voice, yeah. and she just can't help herself. Yeah. <laughs> she loves the voice. That's why Jake's always without a shirt too. <laughs> He's so excited every time we do one of these. (laughs) Michael, do you actually buy Marvel products like cards or Star Wars cards or anything like that? No, uh, not particularly. Um, I did. I do have a couple of sets. You know, back when in the nineties, when those first sets were coming out, I did collect those cards, and you know, like the Jim Lee X Men. And then, you know, Marvel Universe 1, 2, 3. And then when the first couple of um, Marvel Masterpiece sets were released, you know, I collected those sets. Um, I hadn't collected cards forever. And then, you know, falling into this community over the past couple of years, especially during COVID, I started... um, What year was Simon Bianchi? Was that 2018? Yeah, so, 18, yeah. And this is right up your lane, Nate. I only collect the PA cards with his sketches. Okay, um, they're nice. And those, I just love that art. And I just love looking at those yeah. cards. So I'm only a couple of cards away from finishing that set, which I said I would never do. Ooh. I was like, I'm not spending that money. That's crazy. It's an effort, yeah. I got better things to do with my money than that. Um, And then here I am. I think I'm only two or three cards away from that. <laughs> That's an effort. That's like you know. You, sorry, the ginger child grandson has come back in again. He wants to join in, but I'm not allowing him to. We're just gonna dig all in the back garden now and throw him in like we do medieval English style. He's gonna go. He's not gonna get allowed back out for at least an hour and a half. Uh, that's an effort. That's an effort, mate, isn't it? Doing that set. That's uh, is it well. It was during COVID, and so you know, I was working, but I was working from home. You know, I wasn't going making that commute. Um, and so it was just a diversion. It was just something fun, and the art. You know, I hadn't really paid attention to that 2018 release, um, even though I did have sketch cards in that set. But <laughs> it was just. But as I saw more people post um, those preliminary art cards, I was like. Those are that's amazing. 
Um, and so I yeah, got a couple yeah. that really caught my eye that I wanted. I wasn't doing it for a collectible or I wasn't doing it because, you know, this or that. It was just that was a cool piece of art that I want to look at. Um, and then yeah. once I got in, I was just like, well, and, you know, when there was a time when the prices to me, at least as a non collector, didn't bother me paying that for a card. Um, so, you know, I would eBay it here and there and stuff. And so, but now the prices are so crazy. That's why I haven't finished the set. I can't bring myself to paying $50 for a carnage card, but hmm. I'm sure I'll get weak at some point and say, you know what? I'm only a couple cards away. I got to finish this thing. Oh, and then the other thing with star Wars, I didn't know it existed but back in the day when they first started star wars galaxy they used a bunch of comic book artists to do that set i never even knew that set existed um and then uh, once i did find out there's a book about it and i got the book and that showed you every card and then i went on ebay and i was like oh i can buy a box for this cheap so i went ahead and did that so that's one star wars set that i have is that first First and second gallery set. Galaxy. Star Wars Galaxy. I haven't got into Star Wars. I think I'm too scared to. <laughs> I've, like... only, I've only opened a couple boxes and I, I found it to be, I mean, I know they got a whole bunch of different products that they have, but it's to me, it's a lot like opening um, Topps Baseball. Like a chrome, it's a chrome baseball product to me. Mm -hmm. When I open most of their products, it's just it's so much base. You get a, a few decent looking inserts, um, but your pull rates on stuff is it's so small that it makes it so tough to be like. Like Masterworks is different because it's one of those. It's a premiere set, so at least you're getting something good out of the box, in theory. But yeah, like the, the base chrome sets, um, Galaxy Chrome, that stuff is very hard to pull. But I mean, yeah, it's not like the upper deck ones. Were, it's not like even upper deck though. Like the sketches, the sketch pulls in upper deck in the past few sets have gone down so much. Like Wandavision had sketches in it. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier had sketches, but then Shang Chi and um, Eternals they didn't have sketches in those sets. You know, so now you got two sets there right oh, off yeah. the bat that don't have sketches. Yeah. You've got um, the the allure set the sketches in that are like one in sixteen boxes in order to get a sketch like it's basically a case hit at that point so when sets like premiere or if masterpieces keeps that same format that they've had before where you're getting a sketch a box but premiere you're getting a sketch a box you know those those are gonna feel so much better when st people start opening that product to be like finally I'm getting something you know. <laughs> Uh, what, yeah, no, there's Michael? always rumors going around, and it's been mm -hmm. the past couple of years, and you know, no one knows if they're true or not. But yeah, you know, us sketch card artists being paranoid as we are, you know, there's always the rumors of they're cutting back on the amount of sketch cards they want to put mm -hmm. in the product. So therefore, there's gonna be less work for us, or there's less of us are gonna get the offer for that. So who knows if that's true or not? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I mean and I, I like young, I like new artists being able to have an opportunity, but they've got to vet the art some because you have, I've seen, and other people have seen them too. Like some of these sketch cards come out and you're like, what in the world is that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, Bad one. I don't have any art background and I could probably draw a stick figure better than that stick figure. <laughs> no, I'll say, I'll say it. Some, some of them really, I really, some of, some of them are garbage. And, and you're just like, what in the world? 
and let, let's take away the uh, the how much the artist is getting paid factor. Mm-hmm. Let's take that off the artist completely. Let's just completely forget about that. If you're giving these sketches one per case or whatever that ends up now, they need to be the best of whatever that person Absolutely can do, can't they? Yeah. And you, you can imagine, I've, I've heard artists say, and I know there's lots of different rules as to what you can and what, what you can't do, but sometimes you look and you think, like, who, who the fuck sanctioned this? Who, who thought that this yeah, is a good idea? This? Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I've seen this the checklist and the, the number of sketch card artists that are in the more recent sets has dwindled quite a bit. Like, so Oh, it has? Okay, so you have there, noticed that. Yeah, the number of artists that are yeah, on definitely. the checklist have has shrank quite a bit. Um, and then the pull rates for the sketches have gone down quite a bit too. Mm-hmm. But as long as they're keeping good new artists and existing good artists in the sets i think that's i think that's fantastic now the whole pay thing that's a different story yeah know, that's a different story lead time I'm saying, is yeah, lead time away. is important too because if you are keeping the better artists in the sets you got to make sure you're giving them the enough lead time to be able to complete the cars well you know and you guys hit you know my sensitive nerve in that <laughs> if these sketch cards are becoming rarer and rarer in these sets and you spent X amount of dollar, got this whole case, and the one thing that is in there is a single sketch card. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, it better be a good one that I did. You know, it. I got to do yeah, the yeah. best that I yeah. can. You know, I feel terrible, yeah. right? Because then you guys, if, you guys get the you guys, if you guys did that. that, and you got one of my cards, and you're like, oh, he half-assed that thing. You know, but the, so. the companies aren't going to tell you kind of what the pull rates are going to be ahead of time. No, 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 no. Okay, but I guess, I, I guess what I'm trying in. to say is every yeah. time I work on a sketch card set, I am always making probably too much big of a deal of it in my own head oh, that each yeah. card has to be as magnificent as it can actually be because mm-hmm. that's going to be someone's going to pull that. And I want them to be happy that that was there that, that they, they pulled that it. Card. Right. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't you think, and this is what I really don't understand, and uh, Upper Deck, if you're listening, the Upper Deck won't be listening to us, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, though, why could we not go back to the the Sketchograph sketches and a a pencil sketch and just say, they could pay you the exact same amount of money, it would cost exactly the same amount to print it off, or they could choose particular artists to say, all right, Michael, you've been in the game quite a long time now. All right, Rhiannon, you've been in the game a long time now. We're going to give you the pencil sketches and the new... Uh, the coloured sketches. So at least then you're getting a bit of credit for your mm-hmm. past work. Yeah. Because it's not as time-consuming for yourselves. And let the up-and-coming artists who want to make a name for themselves, obviously they will be willing to put much more time in because just... The nature of the beast being new to anything, you got, you've got to work hard and everybody else to get into that slot, haven't you? As it were, but and I just don't understand why they don't do that at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, yeah, I you know obviously I don't have an answer for that. Um, you know, I've been in this long enough to see the changes, the evolving of these sketch cards. That it is my hat is off to all those guys that paint all those cards that they get, you know, 30 plus sketch cards and they're painting them. I'm just like, you guys, 
you know, my hat's off to you. I'm trying to keep it within an hour a card. You know, if I can do about an hour a card, I feel like I'm doing well. There is no way those guys are painting those cards in less than five, six hours each. And, mm. you know, but and then, you know, that gets into the whole larger discussion is what is a sketch card? That's not a sketch card. That is an yeah, original art, painting. Yeah. A guy yeah, sat down, yeah. somebody sat down and did an original oh. painting for you. And for you to call mm -hmm. it a sketch card, that is just criminal to say, oh, look at this sketch card I got. Because well, even even places like Gabe's Cave who do, they give away sketch cards every single week. They give away 10. Uh, and they have artists lined up for years. They this I think they're in their fifth, fourth or fifth season now that they've done this. Um, and, and they've even stopped calling them sketch cards. Just because the amount of time somebody puts into these cards, it's it's a piece of art at that point in time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, because yeah, some are just absolutely mind-blowingly phenomenal. And I'm not saying everybody doesn't do a great job, but that same as you all said, Michael, you look at some and you just think, "Oh my word, how long has that taken?" Yeah. And I'm not an artist, but it's blatantly obvious, isn't it? You know, when you look mm -hmm. and you think, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah," no, and you know, it's amazing they're able to do that and meet the deadline so you know my hat's off to them for that well uh michael we uh we usually wrap the show up with uh, a couple questions that we ask everybody that comes on the show other than the one week and if you've listened to the podcast you you kind of know what those questions are you know it's coming so you've had you've already had some time to prepare celebrity slots <laughs> one yep. male one female yep, yep. and why and then your comic book as well. Comic book? Which one? Comic is... book. So actual real life celebrity, male and yep. female. And yep. then comic book, male and female. Oh, I forgot that one. All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes we should get that one. Well, oh, wait. No, the comic book one's going to be easy. That's easy, easy, easy. All right. So celebrity. All right. So um, probably Chris Evans for the male. Okay. He's a fine looking man. And when he grows that beard, that's just yeah, yeah. the beard. So I'll go with that. Oh, so now oh. after debating and talking and thinking about this, I have a tale for everyone out there that wants and thinks about their celebrity female and that this would be what they want and how that doesn't always live up to your expectation and that you need to really rethink that. So my answer would be Linda Carter back in the day as she was Wonder Woman. And I was a nice. impressionable middle age or middle school student and or high school student. Linda Carter was it. And her in that Wonder Woman outfit, that was mm -hmm. it. However, I can't do that anymore because a couple of years ago, and I know Linda Carter is not listening to this. We'll never listen to it. A couple of years ago, <laughs> we were uh, exhibiting at Baltimore Comic-Con and Linda Carter was there and she was giving a concert one of those nights. Um, and you could pay extra money to get the go attend the concert and watch her sing and all of that. So we did that and we attended that concert and Linda Carter was a drunken mess. Oh, it was no. horrible. She was slurring. She could Completely barely stand up. The story she tried to tell, she would lose the story. And it was just, she was a mess. Absolute mess. <coughs> Jake, and I can Jake's now, over here losing his shit. I can no longer think did. of Linda Carter in any way, shape, or form. My dreams were shattered. 
my childhood aspirations yeah. were shattered all in one drunken evening concert. So, oh, you know, man. I just caution everyone. This is a tale of caution as you come up with your female celebrities and or male, I guess, too, is, you yeah. know, the That's fantasy is much part. better than the reality of the situation. <laughs> um, all right. Comic book characters. All right. DC Power Girl. I don't think I need to say anything more beyond that. Just to let, just say oh, Okay. And then um, I would assume Superman then too. See, I, I, I have no comments on the Superman and I, I refuse to have a go at a guest <laughs> in their favorite character. So I, I, I'll <laughs> shut up now. <laughs> I'll RJ shut up now that... About anyone who likes a character that can just do everything, everything, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll leave that there, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jakey boy, run your question. <laughs> okay, Michael. So the wife is leaving you. Everything's going. The lot. You're going to be left with one thing. I'm going to change this for you. You're going to be left with one card. Now, usually I ask the guest, what card in your collection? Bear in mind, you're trading this card for your, your wife, partner, whichever that may be. But for you, you've got one card left to draw. And oh. you've got 30 minutes. You've got 30 minutes to do it. Now, it can be a comic cover. Let's make it better. It can be an 11 by 7 or a card. Okay. It's your choice. What would you do? So I have, I can, I have one drawing left in me. That is it done. Yes. What's it going to be? And that's going to be my lasting legacy then. Yes. Ooh. I would say then I would probably attempt to draw the greatest Superman cover I could. Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing. Not a drunken Linda, no. No, I would not be of Linda Carter as one of them. No, would so, not be so, that. No, 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 no. All this Superman talk, as he's sitting here, he has the glasses, he has the curl, he has Clark Kent. That makes sense all of a sudden, doesn't that it? That has been said a many, many a time. I didn't Only even... Ever seen he's got the, the tattoo as well. Oh, like that. Oh, my word. I like that. You like guys can't that. see it, but he just ripped his shirt open. It's like all over his chest. The whole S is there. Uh, no, that is a fallacy. That is false. <laughs> well, Michael, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, we no. Really thank you guys that. for having me. Had a great time. Great time. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to have you on for the Melticon, too. Yep. Uh, no, looking where, forward where can to everybody Melticon. find you at? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Art of M2, uh, Facebook uh, at Michael Munshaw. I have an eBay store, which is Art of M2. And coming soon will be a whatnot page, I guess. Nice. Do they call it a page or do they call it a store? Uh, no, just a, yeah, I don't know whatnot. what they call it. Anyway, a couple of my buddies okay. had gotten on the whatnot. Um, they were finding some success with that, with putting nice. some cards up there and some sketch covers. Wonderful. Um, so I'm going to pursue that. Excellent. What do you know? What your uh, what your page name is going to be there? Are you going to stick with? I think it's just Michael Munshaw. I think it's just Michael Munshaw. Michael Munshaw. Nice. Yeah. So go ahead, give them a follow at all those locations, guys. Uh, Jake, you got anything else for Michael? 
No, no, finish with good. He mentions Superman. I don't really care to speak to him again until mental. <laughs> oh wow! So I'll get all. Until mental card. So is it because it's a DC thing, or is it because it's a Superman thing? It's just because he can do everything, Michael. Wow. Uh, there's it, no. It takes aliens to knock right. him out. I, I actually like Superman. I, I just, I just have fun. Like you need the somewhere to be able to. Enjoy I want everybody game. to be a. To be a mess like me, Michael, we can't all be like you. I want everybody to be like down in the dumps and the end of the tether, completely useless at everything. And that's me. Awful. All right, guys. Thanks so much for thank you sticking with us on this podcast. Michael, hey, thank you again, guys. Had a great time. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, don't forget, jerk off. <laughs> bye bye. I'd rather see the grave before a seat sees for the tax